This movie and or show is no longer on Disney+. Plus. Continue listening at your own peril. Viewer discretion advised. Hello and welcome to Disney Plus The Boys, the first episode of the unofficial Disney Plus podcast. Welcome! Thank you for listening! This is going to be a great experience for all of us. So, to get us started with this first episode, uh, if you listen to the trailer episode, that's just me talking. Now you get to hear the other voices of the two co-hosts who I'm talking to. Weesey, do you want to say anything or, like, anything awesome? Just need to hear your voice, really. Hello, I'm Weesey. Awesome. Hayden. I'm Hayden. Awesome. Alright, now that we've formally introduced ourselves in a great fashion, let's get into some Disney Plus news. So, in our first item of Disney Plus news, we only have two kind of pieces of news. The Bad Batch series, a Star Wars series, is coming to Disney Plus. So this is based off of the squad from Season 7 of Star Wars The Clone Wars. It was the Bad Batch, the uh, first. Is squad the right term for them, or are they considered something else? so because it's delta squad oh yeah yeah yeah. and from what i've heard and read is that this is most likely going to take place after order 66 and we may get some like flashback moments of them in the prequel era and it's also been rumored that some other characters will appear but i won't say get into that now because i don't know a whole lot of them i'm interested to see what they do with it taking place after order 66 because I was under the impression that they would most likely follow Order 66 because they are, like, bred to be the perfect clones. Yeah, um, my personal thoughts is that I'm not totally excited, if I'm gonna be honest. Um, it's Dave Filoni from what I've read, so, I mean, Dave Filoni puts out great content. But, at the same time, and this is animated, it's not gonna be live action, it's gonna be animated. But at the same time, it just feels like kind of... I liked The Bad Batch, but I don't know if we totally needed a show from them. Like, it didn't feel completely necessary or, like, something we were all really asking for. But I do think they were setting it up. When you look back on it, they were definitely setting it up for them to return in some fashion. My thoughts on that are, is, like, I think the point of the show and creating it and staging after Order 66 is, like, letting us see from like the clones point of view like what order 66 was because like the bad batch could have followed order 66 but like they'd still exist afterwards and then they'd just be like people out in the galaxy doing stuff and so i think it'd be cool to see that type of storytelling from the clones point of view Hmm. Okay. okay i hadn't thought about that because i was thinking if you're showing them after they must not have acted on order 66 but what you're oh. saying is I hadn't that even thought of that. They could, like, follow it, but then, yeah. because eventually the, like, Star Wars terms, the Empire eventually phased out um, clone troopers yeah. for, like, uh, drafted stormtroopers who are actual people. So the clone troopers were just kind of set off in the galaxy to do whatever they want. So with that bit of news out of the way, Hayden, what's coming to Disney Plus this week? This week, Blake, coming up are The Mouseketeers at Walt Disney World, Wild Chile Season 1, a new episode of Disney, Family Sundays, 
a new episode of One Day at Disney, and the season finale of It's a Dog Life with Bill Farmer. All right, we see what else is coming to Disney Plus. Also coming to Disney Plus is a pre-reopening report from Disneyland. Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Long Haul, Disney Junior Music Lullabies, Lost City of Machu Picchu, and my all-time favorite, the first two seasons of Super Robot Monkey Team Hyperforce Go. We're going to get into our next bit of discussion, which is just the main discussion. So for our first episode of Disney Plus The Boys, an unofficial Disney Plus podcast, we are talking about Disney Channel Summer Sing-Along. I saw this one being advertised on kind of the top of the Disney Plus home screen. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to watch this and see what happens. And I'm going to be honest. As I was watching it, I was like, man, this would be a good topic of discussion for a Disney Plus podcast. Why? And then a metaphorical light bulb turned on above my head and i talked to you guys and i was like hey guys disney plus podcast we should do it and we were just kind of like oh okay so we're doing it and i think we came up with this like a week ago pretty much like maybe even less so it's been pretty like we just want to hit it we want to get it where the moment is right and we're knocking it off with the 10 out of 10 at disney channel summer sing-along you have a very rating system than me so the disney channel summer sing-along as you know it said in the name uh debuted on disney channel and then it was i think just immediately put on disney plus which from like a marketing standpoint is actually a pretty good idea before we get into like what our thoughts really are because we're gonna rank this sucker we're gonna say our thoughts about it we're actually gonna go it through it song by song so they have let me see one two three four so, from what I could count as a song, there's 11 songs, I believe. The correct answer is there are too many songs. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, to that point, if it's called a summer sing-along and it only has two songs, I, for one, would be... I was going to say disappointed, but now when I think about it, I'd actually probably be relieved. <laughs> I'd like it like 10 times more if there were only two songs. <laughs> I don't know, because if there's only two songs, that means the rest of it would be this like really weird like sketch oh, stuff. Yeah. It's just terrible. But with Milo? Oh, God, Milo. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Milo was the star of the show. And then star. what's her name? Meg. The blonde chick? Yeah, Meg Donnelly. All right, so we're just going to jump right into it. So, we're going to start off with the first song, What Time Is It, from High School Musical 2. Did you guys know this song going into it? I'm kind of imagining that you guys probably did. Yeah. What time is it? Time time. time. Yes, I was aware of this song going into it. Yes. Have you, have you guys seen the movie? Because I guess it's different if you've seen the movie. Literally 10 years ago. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while, but I have seen it. So, at least we're aware of the song. My personal thoughts on it, good song choice to start off with. What Time Is It is one of the most popular Disney Channel songs, and, like, everybody plays it when summer's started. Yeah. But uh, some of the, um, air quotes, 
acting, because <laughs> I'm honestly not sure how to classify it in this scenario. Uh, some of the actors were just a little bit unsettling at times. Yeah. I don't know what your guys' thoughts were on that. Yeah, so, like, I agree with you that, like, it was a good song choice to start out with. Okay, first of all, yes, the actors can't dance and act or whatever you're calling it. But also, they can't sing. So, like, it was about half of them were, like, okay singers, and the rest of them are tone deaf. I actually hadn't even thought of that. Because here's something that I want to say. Are these all covers? Are these all covers of the songs? Most of them are. Some of them, like, for example, the, the blonde chick we were talking about. She sung some of the songs from what she was, either show or movie she was in, which was called Zombies or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then Olivia Rodrigo's song, All I Want, from High School Musical, the musical, the series, that was her original song. Oh, that song sucked. We'll get to that in just a second. Oh my gosh. Okay, here's the thing. So the fact that I can't tell if it's a cover or the actual song that should bring up a bit of questions because yeah. they just like auto-tune. I don't know what they do, but they edit it to make it sound like exactly the same. And they still fail at it somehow. Yeah. They've got to be lip syncing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So on some of them, they were, and some of them, they weren't. And the ones where they weren't, it was just terrible. The small children probably were. Like, this is the one time I am a fan of lip-syncing. This is, this commentary is a bit topical, but the entire song is talking about, like, go outside, you know, enjoy your summer vacation, do all that kind of stuff. But... <laughs> yes, yes! I'd also like to point out that <laughs> the government is actively telling us not to go out. Like, this is, like, I wrote this down in my notes when I heard the song, was, stop telling me to go outside, Disney. Anthony Fauci keeps yelling at me. <laughs> No, I was thinking the same thing. Because at times it seems like they're saying, make the best of your vacation and go out and just make out with people. And then other times they're like, okay, let's do our part and actually stay home. I've never been a fan of sing-alongs. I just don't like them whatsoever. But I, un like, I understood going into this, like, this isn't made for me. This is made for little kids who need this right now during a pandemic. But it wasn't. Why? Yeah, it's made for little kids. It's not made for teenagers. Uh, then why are there all those songs about, like, love and stuff? And, like, I just want a good man. Good point. Are you saying kids can't love? Well, no, I'm just saying that I don't think, like, little kids, like, I don't, I, I don't know the age range, but, say, like, base age, 8 years old to 10 years old, you know? I yeah. don't think they're, like, I just need to find someone right for me. I need to find someone who's not a jerk. I need to find someone who's perfect. I don't think that's what they need. That's the lesson they should be learning from their love songs. <laughs> I think it should be like harmony, brotherhood, that kind of stuff. Honestly, the age range for Disney Channel is so large. It's hard to make something that's central to like Disney Channel and cover all those ranges. But generally, it's towards the younger age. Because we yeah. got like 20 year olds doing this thing, but we also have seven year olds that are doing this thing or i don't know how old some of the younger ones were correction 20 year olds who are playing 16 year olds you are correct i'm sorry <laughs> oh my gosh the floss can we just talk about the floss oh yeah <laughs> the floss is dead child the floss not, is gone not according to disney channel 
that no, that is something Disney always struggles with is having pop culture references come like six months too late. Yes, yes. There are a couple shows that I think they produce on a faster rate. So things are only like two months behind. And so those shows do an okay job with it. But like everything else, they have a really big problem with it. Uh, I just wanted to bring up before we go to It's On from Camp Rock 2. So before this, they had the Demi Lovato video of her saying, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah go check uh, this out. I like having a head canon in mind that Disney paid $4 million to get Demi Lovato to say something for them for like 15 seconds. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. It felt so fake, forced and fake. Everything outside of the songs felt completely fake, staged, cringy. I, I would also like to point out that um, in the description on Disney Plus, it yes. says past and present or like something like that. Disney Channel stars, which infers that Disney Channel stars from years ago would be on it. She is the only person who is not on a currently running Disney Channel show who showed up. Coco Jones, yeah. who was in the Let It Shine. Oh, I don't know. That, that That's after my time as well. <laughs> so after Demi Lovato introducing us to the uh, upcoming song, we move on to It's On from Camp Rock 2. My notes weren't actually that big on this one. I actually said it's not that bad. I mm-hmm. thought there was actually some good choreography, but nothing too incredible. Yeah. Is that the one where they have all the flashing lights in the background? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that one gave me epilepsy. just had a heart attack it was distracting when you're in a dark room watching it (laughs) i feel like it was one of the better renditions but it's on was never a song that i liked from camp rock i feel like there were much better songs they could have chosen oh yeah have you guys seen camp rock too or heard the song yes i don't think i've watched any camp rock but something else that bothered me, they had people, and I will finger quote this, playing instruments. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That was so distracting and annoying. Disney, you have enough money to actually hire child musicians. But they gotta get the stars in there, we see. <laughs> I think I've heard the song. I think my sister has watched the movie and I've maybe glanced at it, but I haven't religiously watched it. But <laughs> yeah. the song in itself wasn't that bad. I liked it. Obviously, it sounds like there were some better songs from Camp Rock 2 that they may have gone with, but this yeah. also may have hit the theme better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Moving on from It's On, we got Back It Up. This is the dance rendition, right? Yeah, this is the dance group. Let It Happen. So they did Back It Up for the first time that they show up, and then second time later, I'm just we're just going to talk about it now. They do Dance Me If You Can, which I think was from Cheetah Girls. I'm not sure where Back It Up was from. I'm not sure if that was like Disney-owned or something so here's the thing i think they're actually good at dancing but Mm -hmm. i don't get Mm -hmm. how they're relevant to disney channel oh yeah they're not and i wasn't a huge fan of the like editing of like the light marks i'm gonna be honest i kind of liked it you did i liked it too i thought it was impressive but like i thought it was cool but it wasn't necessary okay yeah i get that none of it's necessary (laughs) yeah none (laughs) So, I mean, I think it's cool that Disney Channel, like, reached out to maybe some sort of indie dance group. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, they didn't really say how they were relevant at all to any of it. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the next song, Fired Up From Zombies. Okay, okay. I hate this song. What? What did you say? (laughs) I hate this song so much. 
Blake, please don't tell me you loved it. I didn't love it. Okay. But out of any of the original songs, I think this one was the most catchy. Okay, I can see that, yeah. However, I do think that the, like, lyrics and everything else for the song isn't really that good. But once you get to the, like, we were made for it, like, you know, hey, that's kind of catchy. Like, I can sing to that. Like, it's one of the better songs that has come from a Disney Channel show. I think it is catchy. It is not memorable. I will also amend my statement. (laughs) Um, I was thinking of a different song. Oh, really? I'm still not a huge fan of the song, but it is not terrible. Yeah. Honestly, for the song alone, I think it's one of the better songs. Just song alone. The cover sounded, because it seems like a cover, it sounds very, very, very similar to the original, which I know that Meg, uh, what's-her-face, she did... um, Donnelly? Yeah. Donnelly, yeah. She did do Zombies. She was the lead in Zombies, and I think she sang the song. Everyone mm-hmm. else still sounded very... They didn't seem to add much to it to differentiate it from the original. Yeah, I get that. But overall, I I, li- I kind of like the beat. I like the chorus. Um, I, I can kind of agree that it's not too memorable, but I do occasionally think of the chorus in my head. Just occasionally. Yeah, okay. I get that. And when it comes to Have I Seen It, I have not seen Zombies, but I have heard the song because beforehand because my my siblings had watched the it back when it came out and they were like oh i like this song and they played it like a couple times and they were like this song sucks and then they stopped (laughs) moving on from fired up i think it's in between this section where they talk about doing the dance lessons or whatever from break this down for break this down yeah that was not fun but it did give me some nostalgia or from being in musical theater. Oh wait, the dance lessons with the with the Trevor Turgim or whatever. Yeah, dude? yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, so. those were so funny. That was the best <laughs> part about this. Those were so. Fu- I've I've literally written down quotes of his because I just thought they were so funny. Can we hear some of them? Yeah, please. Share. Um, yeah, it was just like him yelling like, "Whoa, great job!" <laughs> <laughs> and then I was laugh. confused. Because I thought they were going to go right into Break This Down, and they didn't. So I was like, was yeah, was that they the didn't. song? And then, they and, went, and then they went back to do more choreography, and then they did other songs. And then near the end, that's when they actually played the song. Yeah. I think they just ha- should have had a whole section that was doing the choreography and then going into it. And of course, the woe had to be thrown in there going back to some of the... Uh, okay, I noticed that too. Whoa! moving on from trevor's dance lessons let's move into all i want from high school musical the musical the series now i actually found this one interesting since high school musical the musical the series is on disney plus and not was was it on disney channel like they aired like an episode or something they aired the first episode but they also aired all the songs during commercial break i see okay Hmm. that's interesting yeah. But I did think it was a little odd to throw it in there since it's Disney Channel. I guess it's a bit of advertising. I'm going to be honest. So I haven't seen High School Musical, the musical, the series yet. Wait, Blake, <laughs> you haven't seen High School Musical, the musical, the series? I haven't seen High School Musical, the musical, the series. Excuse me. Uh, I actually was kind of a fan of High School Musical, the musical, the series. <laughs> so I haven't seen it, but I've heard this song before, and I didn't know this was from the show. 
Mm. I heard. I think I heard it from like TikTok meme compilations, but I didn't know that this is actually from the show. And honestly, I'm a bit surprised. Like, it's not that bad of a song. It's not my favorite genre, but I think as a song on its own, I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I would agree with that. I don't usually like that type of song, but I'm like okay with the song. My uh, my two cents on the subject are the the girl whoever was doing it is very bad at playing the ukulele. Really? Is she? Yes. Okay, so let me justify myself because please do. When I think of ukulele song, I think of Over the Rainbow by Israel Kut I have it written now. Kanako it's something Hawaiian. If you type yeah, in over yeah. the Rainbow by Israel K-A-N, it should show up. But yeah. <laughs> that song is very good because that man can actually play the ukulele very well. And she's doing like, what, two, three chords, whatever. Because she is almost playing it more like a guitar than a ukulele. It goes to the show. She doesn't know how to play the ukulele that well. Or like they taught her five minutes beforehand. Okay, well, I mean, anyway. I didn't really pay attention to how she was playing the ukulele. Look, uh, wait, that, that's what makes me one of your expert commentators on the show, okay? <laughs> so moving on from All I Want is Best of Summer Ever from Teen Beach 2. I haven't seen Teen Beach 2. I saw, like, the last 10 minutes of Teen Beach and knew it wasn't for me. <laughs> so, but it was, okay, okay. I forgot. This one is the one that is staged with the family yes and that makes it so much work again song choice was good because it's summer sing-along yeah uh my thoughts were just eh yeah i got the same opinion it was a bit odd at times after the kitchen scene i was like i'm not amazed by this yeah and i also had a problem to the song itself i was like okay whatever but the family and especially the sister were really distracting and just being in the background what huh i didn't really thought about that i don't know they were just like acting overly excited i feel like i i can feel that yeah it's like one of those things where like a disney executive was like all right you guys are excited now and then they started yeah. filming the dad was my favorite part yeah he okay. was funny I was watching him like the entire because I saw this two times because I watched it the first time and I rewatched it for this podcast, which is horrible. I'm, I, ugh. <laughs> but I actually like watching the dad in the background because he just seems so like he doesn't feel overly excited. He just feels yeah. like he okay, was yeah. the only like normal feeling one other than maybe the girl who was actually the actress. Yeah. She didn't feel normal. She's a Disney Channel star, Blake. They're not normal. And also, he just seemed down to earth, if you get what I mean. Yeah. This man, no lines of dialogue and only some screen time, seems down to earth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the title is Best Summer Ever, and yet it literally hasn't been. <laughs> <laughs> like, definitionally, it has not been the best summer ever that for is... anyone in the world. That is true. All right, then after Best Summer Ever, we go into Guardian Angel from Let It Shine. So this one, which was better than Demi Lovato returning, was Coco... Was it... What was it? Coco... Coco Jones. So Coco Jones uh, returns to sing her role from Let It Shine. Have you guys seen Let It Shine? 
When did Let It Shine come out? 2013, I want to say. Oh, Something wait, like hold on. 2012. So I have not seen it. Did you see it, Weezy? I have. Was it good? It definitely like stands out as different from the rest of the Disney Channel musicals, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say it's necessarily like better or worse than any of the other ones. To be honest, after the year 2011, I stopped watching anything on Disney Channel that wasn't uh, Phineas and Ferb or Gravity Falls. Yeah, same. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, no, that's not true. My, my siblings watch some stuff, so I watch some of the stuff they watch. But yeah, honestly, this one... So, it could have started out better. It's because it's uh, Coco Jones, like, just kind of humming and there's noises. Yeah, it's her going... <laughs> yeah! And then, and then the other kid starts singing. Oh, that's the original, like, song. But I think, like, I get that it's part of the song... It's just the visual that we had in that moment just Mm -hmm. felt a little off-putting and a little bit awkward. But honestly, I actually think this was the best performance. Yeah. What's his name? Isaac Ryan Brown. Yeah, Isaac Ryan Brown. Dude, he was like, I thought he was good. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Okay, like, good for Disney Channel. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I guess the expectations have been put really low, so if- What I would say is that, like, I was fine with the song, and once again, I would say it isn't the best song to have chosen from Let It Shine, but that's whatever. But I liked Tyler James Williams as the male voice instead of Isaac. There was a different man singing that song in the movie? Yeah. How do you remember all this? (laughs) It's like eight years ago. So the actor that played Leo in Lab Rats. Oh yeah, Lab Rats. He he was in Let It Shine. It's his older brother that plays the male lead. Hmm. But it's All the right. guy that plays old Leo in the TV and uh, Lab Rats. Is that on Disney Plus? It is. Ooh, yeah, we'll but have to watch that. Basically, my issue with Isaac singing it is his voice, like almost wasn't like raspy enough. To, like, get the full effect that is supposed to come with the song. But that was just that. I haven't heard the original, so maybe that made it better for me. Again, I liked more of the performance than the actual song. And I thought that Isaac did a better job than, like, anyone else of not making it seem too over the top. He seemed very casual, and it was just, like, he felt almost like a good actor, I guess? Yeah. Like, in that scenario. So I'm going to be honest, this next song, which is Stuck at Home, which is a parody of Flesh and Bone from the second Zombies movie, but it's parodied by the, like, voice actors or... The characters. Yeah, the characters of Big City Greens. Now, have you guys seen Big City Greens? No. So I leave Disney Channel just, like, on in the background a lot of the times. (laughs) So weird. (laughs) And so I have ended up watching, like, two or three episodes of it. And it is actually, like, surprisingly funny. Okay, yes, I was going to say the same thing, because when we go to, like, hotels, if we're, like, out somewhere, we'll always Mm -hmm. put on Disney Channel. Some of those episodes are, like, really good, and they're actually pretty funny. Yeah. The visuals, I guess, like, the um, actual character designs Uh were not very appealing to me, but I do think the show is actually, like, pretty solid. Yeah. And it is the first Disney show that I feel pulled off a Cartoon Network show well. If that makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Well, other than Clone Wars. 
Well, <laughs> okay. Have you guys seen Zombies 2? And have you heard Flesh and Bone? I have, no. I've seen none of the zombie. I have seen it, and Flesh and Bone is actually probably one of the better songs from the movie, so. Oh, okay, cool. So I'm gonna be honest. I actually love this one. Um, <laughs> it's surprisingly pretty catchy when it comes to, like, the, like, chorus. Yeah. And you can tell, other than some of these other ones, you can tell there was a lot of work put into it to the yeah. songwriting and parodying of it and yeah. the actual visuals of it. Because some of those seemed like they could have been, they were pulled from the actual show, but some of them seemed like they put in the work to make it unique to the song and the music yeah. video so i i don't know and honestly it was hard for me to tell if it was actually a parody at first yeah me who like doesn't know anything about disney channel at all or any of the latest shows i just thought it was a completely original sh um like completely original song with a completely original animation i had no idea that the animated people were from a show either oh i thought yeah. it was like a song that was from Zombies 2 that was being covered by the Big City Greens. So I'm listening to the song and I'm like, how the heck does this fit into Zombies? Yeah. It's like uber specific stay at home. <laughs> yes. I'm like, what? That is really, really surprisingly relevant. I really liked it. I don't know about you guys, but I really liked it. It wasn't the worst one. Yeah, I would definitely put it as a good all right so moving on from stuck at home we are going to break this down which is i guess supposed to be the climax most anticipated of the night yeah and well i would actually say maybe second most anticipated break this down is from descendants 3 i haven't seen the descendants movies question mark they made a third one yeah yeah they made a third one i think they're making a fourth one it is their modern day high school musical it, it is, but they are not good from what I've heard. Um, <laughs> they, like, if you look at them from, like, a base level, they're not good, but they actually have, like, a really interesting, almost, like, deep philosophical level of immigration. Oh, yeah, I hadn't even Which is that. really interesting if you, like, actually dive deep into it, but, like, the movies themselves aren't that good. I've, I think I've seen most of Descendants 1. Well, I haven't seen any of the others, and I actually really like the concept of Descendants. I thought that was just a really interesting concept that just wasn't executed in the best way. Yeah, definitely. This just didn't feel too unique other than the fact we were given the dance moves for 15 seconds of the song. Yeah, something that bothered me outside of the song, like the song was just kind of a man for me, but outside of the song, what bothered me is that they didn't get the original cast to sing it yes no one from descendants was in this movie. yeah because it's like i understand not having the camp rock cast sing it's on because they've all moved on to other stuff but the descendants cast is still part of disney are they i'm pretty sure they've moved on a lot of the cast that was in descendants were also like layover people from like or like they were also in like jesse another like way older okay yeah you're right but besides that the only thing i could come up with was cameron voice passed away oh yeah he passed away so that they didn't want to just have the three others yeah that makes sense because it's kind of hard to touch on that series really right now without kind of 
Yeah. Like, I feel like every time that someone has to talk about it, they all, they have to talk about, like, Cameron Boyce's uh, death. Um, yeah. Which, which I'm not saying, like, that's bad. I'm just saying that it's a touchy subject to bring up in a point where we want to have, like, fun. Or yeah. That, that's the goal, is to have some people have fun. But yeah, I didn't really find the song catchy. It was just kind of meh. Anyone else have anything else to say about it? No, it was pretty meh for me. I would put it up there with one of my favorites just because I got to watch Trevor Tordium or whoever <laughs> do the, the <laughs> choreography for it. And that was the funniest thing. It was like the payoff. It was the big payoff. Like how everything is building up towards this one moment. It was this, but it was the same like 20 minutes. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was truly cinematic. He should win an Oscar. <laughs> yeah for his choreography Woo! <laughs> <laughs> moving on from break this down we're going into all for one which is from high school musical two we have three high school musical songs i just want to put that out there all right moving on uh we already <laughs> talked about if we've seen high school musical two so here's a small question for you guys do you guys think this was actually directed by the kid absolutely not no of course not okay they gave him a sheet of paper and said you read these lines and then they email to all the other people, this is what you do in your backyard. And there's no way that was actually done through Zoom. Oh yeah, no way. Well, I mean, like, there were certain parts where they're clearly on Zoom, but yeah, there was, like, home video and stuff, or, like, where they had cameras there. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy that it seems like... Because, I, honestly, I wasn't sure, because this one was just, like, very bland. Yeah. It felt... It didn't feel very good. If it is directed by him, then it's better just because it's, like, him. And honestly, I think that would be kind of nice for, since Disney Channel is a lot about um, bringing young stars into, like, Hollywood, it would actually be nice to see if they could get some young people to, like, actually direct or have some part in the creating process. I don't know, that yeah. was just an, an idea I thought of. But, yeah, if it's directed by actual adults, it's not amazing. Yeah. I'd feel better if it was directed by the kid, but still, the five younger kids, I think there were five of them, they're all just a lot younger, and I don't think it carried the video out very well. No. What do you mean, carried the video out? Executed. Yeah, executed it well. Yeah, that's better. Oh, okay. Saying it. They felt overly excited, and obviously, kid, kid actors, they're a little bit, like, how do you say it? Kid actors aren't good actors. Not, I, I don't want to say that, but like... Well, it's just like one of those things where it's like with acting, like it's a profession and you have to memorize stuff and you have to like do emotions. But with kids, it's like you're saying this now. Like it, it's not like anything against them. It's just like when, when you're a young child, like it's hard to keep track of all of that. Mm, I see. Similar to the best summer ever, they just felt very overexcited. Yeah. And that seemed to take away from the actual acting. Yeah. Well, acting. I think the whole point of it was it's like a joke piece anyway. It's supposed to be something you look at and you laugh at when like it's slow-mo of a kid going through like a water slide and yeah. stuff like that. It's just a, something to make you smile. It's not something to be like, oh, that changed my view of Disney <laughs> Channel shows. Yeah, I, I hadn't really thought of it like that. Now we're at the finale, which was other than uh, Break This Down, this was kind of the one they're hyping up the most. Yeah. We own the summer which is an, an, an original song written by Milo Mannheim. Mannheim? Milo. Yeah. Milo, Milo, Milo. <laughs> I think it was really good. Yeah. What? I, I was very 
surprised at how good it was. Catchy. It was a bop. It was a bop. <laughs> Quote of the decade. It was a bop. <laughs> Sorry. Going back. There was this one skit where one of the girls were talking in between songs, and she said, like, five of the next generation slang words. What were the slang words? Uh -huh, I'm trying to think. Like, not exactly bop, but, like, I don't know. Okay, I, I know what you're talking about. I don't know what she said. Yeah, but I know what Did she say slaps? Uh, I, maybe. I mean, I say slaps because I'm cool. Oh, what, you but... do? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, going back to We Own the Summer. Okay, so I think there were good lyrics. I think that the yeah. lyrics were, like, generally pretty good. I think his voice is actually really nice. His songwriting, mm -hmm. the editing in the music video, I think was also really well done with some of its transitions. Overall, yeah. I think it, it was pieced together very well to create a genuinely pretty good music video for a summer sing-along. Yeah. That's just my personal preference. I think it was really good. I disagree on every <laughs> point. My notes, I wrote down, Milo's song sucks. <laughs> That's my least favorite song. Just like, I don't know, it might be biased, but every time, this is just like, whenever Milo is in one of those like little skit things, cause like all of the, like every video was like sandwiched between either Milo or the blonde chick from Zombies. <laughs> like yeah. one of them talking about it, you know? She's also from Zombies. Oh, whatever, good for him. <laughs> but like whenever he's talking it just came off of, of that personality of the colloquial term chad yeah i get that uh, he says something and then he's like oh no just joking dog and he's like you know and it's like one of those like really overdone boisterous personalities which he's just adopted okay i obviously don't know the man but all of the sections with him were incredibly annoying to me personally and then when he did the vi a music video I don't know. The lyrics didn't do anything for me. The music itself didn't do anything for me. Everything was just like, and this is the least fun I've had all night. <laughs> Watching <laughs> Summer Sing Along. Okay, I don't think his lyrics changed me. Like, I'm not saying I was emotionally moved by We Own This Summer. I wasn't emotionally brought to life. The lyrics, they weren't totally nonsense. And I think they just kind of flowed together really well. I, I think Stuck at Home maybe did a better job of lyrics because that was a bop but yeah i really like this one yeah so did i uh hayden you are in the uh fault of the discussion we'll let the viewers decide who's the, <laughs> who's in the right so that's all the songs uh we've <laughs> went through there, there were also outtakes at the end there were yeah i must have fast forwarded through those <laughs> <laughs> my favorite outtake was of Milo like saying or singing something and he kept messing it up and then he just like he just like stood still from it and he yelled do it this <laughs> 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 is really funny so I think we've broken down all the songs uh so let's get on to some of the uh more opinion-based questions so my question for you guys is which was your favorite song slash performance I would say I'm tied for top two between Stuck at Home and We Own the Summer. And I might throw in All I Want as like a second place. Okay, I'm the same, Weezy. Literally, I have been thinking all day about whether I like Stuck at Home or We Own the Summer. Because I think they are both really good. Think, ah, it's so hard. I honestly have no idea. And I kind of want to come to a decision. 
I think I'm going to say Stuck at Home because I feel like there was a lot of work put into that. So I feel like I'm going to have to say Stuck at Home. Okay, I'm looking at the list of songs. Yeah. Uh, we Own oh, the Fire. Summer. We Own the Summer, that's it, that one. <laughs> that that one is actually my choice for best. Most entertaining. Are you serious? Not best. Most entertaining, yes. Seriously? Why? What, is there anything wrong with that? What? It's just you seem to be trashing on it this whole time. and I've been like... trashing on all of them. I don't <laughs> like any of them, actually. I... <laughs> My life would be perfectly fine if I heard none of those songs again. Stuck at home, though. I don't know. That one, it's fine. It's funny. It, it, like, it's entertaining. But the other one, that seems like the most generally entertaining song out of all of them. That, like, if you just heard on the radio, it's the one I wouldn't switch off fastest. <laughs> I know I sound very um negative here, but this is just, like, I don't know. I don't care about sing-alongs. I'm sorry. I don't know. It just goes into one of those things where it's like something that'll go along with the scoring later on. It was just like, there are two ways to think of it. There are ways to think of it of just general entertainment. Would the audience this was made for enjoy this? And I'd have to say, yes, this would be a good thing for people, people who watch Disney Channel. But me, I don't know. I haven't watched Disney Channel in years. I don't know any of these people. I don't know any of those shows they're from. The only song that I actually knew was the first one from High School Musical, the <laughs> What Time Is It? And it's just one of those things, like, this is also isn't, like, my type of music. I don't know. I'm not saying any of them are awful, other than the one by Milo, but... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wait, oh you said God. the one by Milo was your favorite, though. Is that it? Yeah, that's his point. Okay. I get that now. Okay. It still sucks, though. So our last question, because we kind of answered the other questions we had prepared uh, throughout our discussion, which song or performance was your least favorite? We Own the Summer. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> yeah, probably that one. You can't, okay. that's, that's cheating. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on. Okay, I might have been wrong about everything else I said. I honestly did not remember which one We on the Summer was. I thought that was the one where... What's, like, the second or third one that we were talking about? Fired Up? Fired Up. Okay, that's... Wait, Okay. you thought We Own the Summer was Fired Up? I don't know. I don't... I don't remember any of them, dude. <laughs> okay. Wait, so, throughout our entire conversation on We Own the Summer, you had no idea what song we were talking about. No, I, I understood We Own the Summer. I understood that was the last one by Milo. And then when you okay. brought it up when we were talking about favorites, I completely forgot which song that was, and I thought that was fired up. <laughs> Wait, so would you say your favorite was We Own the Summer? No. I would like to apologize to all the listeners fans out there. I do not like We Own the Summer. I think that's the worst one. My favorite is Fired Up. All of the comments I made about We Own the Summer apply to Fired Up. The one comment I would like to apply to We Own the Summer right now is, it was not enjoyable. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I would have to go with Guardian Angel or It's On, not because of the quality of the song, but because of the like overall performance I felt ruined the original song. Okay, Miley's favorite, I'm just going to say, it's it's All For One. Uh, the one that was okay, yeah. directed at for uh, directed by the kid, supposedly. Yeah. Uh, I was not a fan of that one. That was the one I wanted to skip on the second viewing. 
So that's our overall discussion of the Disney Channel Summer Sing-Along. Now we're going to give it a kind of grade from a scale of 0 to 100. And be accurate, I just want to put that out there. Don't put it at 0 if you actually don't think it's the absolute worst thing in human history. And don't put it at 100 because we know you're lying. <laughs> I'm going to go with 23. Out of 100? Yes. That low? Yes. What? I really I think... did not enjoy it. I'm the one here complaining about everything, and I was ready to give it a 50 out of 100. <laughs> <laughs> the scales for, like, film ratings and, like, actual school grade ratings are kind of different. You can still have, like, a 50 out of 100, and it can still just be an average movie, and it wasn't, like, yeah. a failed movie. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah. Where 7 out of 10 is good. Yeah. I'm going to give it exactly a 30. A 30? Yeah. Oh, you make me seem like the Disney shill. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, didn't totally hurt to watch. Uh, you know what? I'm going to move it down to, like, a 28. It didn't, like... <laughs> I look like an idiot. <laughs> it wasn't, like, completely horrible. Like, I can still find some enjoyment in it. But it was like, I was just kind of waiting for when it was over. I am going to boost mine up to a nice round 25. <laughs> okay. Dang it. <laughs> okay, can I at least defend myself for a second? Sure, yes. you can defend yourself. Okay, so everything I said before, where it's like, I'm looking at this not as something that like I watched, but as something, uh, what it was made, did it accomplish what it was meant to make? It was meant to be a stupid sing-along thing for like disney channel viewers like 8 to 10 to 12 year olds and lower you know that type of thing and i think it works because it like their favorite disney channel channel show stars are on it they got to see everything they wanted they got to hear their like favorite songs if they like those songs stuff like that i think it accomplished everything i wanted to and it wasn't like unbearable it like it didn't offend my sensibilities so that's why i gave it like a nice five out of ten was a 5 out of 10 thing, I would never want to watch again, but it also didn't make me angry. You hmm. know what, Hayden? You've convinced me. I'm raising my grade. <laughs> I'm changing my grade for the third time, and I'm actually going to raise it to a 38. Because <laughs> I, actually, I actually see the uh, what, what you're saying. I, I get what you're saying in that. Because generally, it seemed like they achieved their goal. It's just like, as an average kind of human being who enjoys watching movies and television it just wasn't totally spectacular but for yeah. the kids it was probably really great see i'm having trouble rating it because i would rate it lower than artemis fowl what but huh. i'm not are you serious <laughs> yes dude i guess we should also say that artemis fowl will be the movie we're discussing next week so just for all those listeners out there so what's your grade, Weezy? Um, I, now I feel like I need to bump it up a little bit. Okay. Don't feel pressured at all. If you really seriously did not like it, give it a bad score. I am going to bump it up to 32. I feel like okay. that's fair. Okay. What's with all these, like, random numbers? Like, what's the difference between a 32 and a 31? Like, one line of dialogue? Oh, no, there's a significant difference. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so now that we've given it a grade of sorts... Uh, we're going to put it in a ranking list. So the unfortunate thing is that 
since this is the first episode and we haven't covered anything else Disney Channel related, we can't really compare it to anything. So it's the best, but at the same time, the worst. So we're going to create a new li a list for this ranking list that we're going to define as Disney Channel movies, but this is a special, so kind of the same thing. There's not enough Disney Channel specials, I think, to make a special list. So we're just going to throw it in as a Disney Channel movie. So we're going to start off that list with Disney Channel Summer Sing Along. And my personal thoughts on it is that it is probably not going to make it very far uh, up the ladder as we add on to it, especially since it doesn't really have a uh, story. But we'll throw that on there and hopefully we can add on to it. And with that, our main discussion is over. After about two hours, we've finished up our discussion. So what's coming to you next week, we're going to be talking about Artemis Fowl. So if you want to tune into the conversation and have a clear mind of what we are talking about, go ahead and watch Artemis Fowl before next week. And yeah, uh, I think that's it. Thank you guys for discussing this with me. This was as much as it was painful to watch it. I think it was like a fun discussion. I really liked the discussion that we had. And with that, we're the boys just being dudes. We'll plus you next week. Hello and welcome to Mouse House. Ah, oh, crap, dude. Not Mouse House <laughs> Weekly. <laughs> <laughs>